Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast, the podcast where I have the pleasure of simplifying the marketing and the mindset so you can increase your impact, your income, and your enjoyment in practice too. In this episode today, I'm going to help you put together a plan to grow your practice. Now, many people get it wrong or they're missing key elements when they think about growing their practice. What they often do is narrow the pathway that'll get them there. And what this often leads to is overwhelm or they're not pulling the appropriate lever to help them get the results as quickly as possible. Now, several times a week, I'm sitting down with chiropractors to help them put together a plan to grow their practice. Now, the goal of these sessions mostly is to provide clarity. Now, we can often get obsessed with the how. How am I going to do this? And they often reach out to me with that question, first of all, like, how do I get more new patients or how do I grow my income? But we need to get clarity, first of all, in around a few different things. We're going to be doing some maths in today's episode. I think that this episode will be one that you may want to listen to a few times. As we go through it, I'm going to make up a practice which is kind of similar to many people that I'm speaking to each and every week. I'm going to talk to you about the key numbers that you need to know. And then I'm going to talk to you about how we could create a plan to grow your practice. Now, hopefully as you're listening to this, you should be a little excited because having a plan is great. It's what's missing. It should be one of the things that you're communicating out to your public, uh, your community on a weekly basis of I've got a plan to get you healthier. Okay. There's a bit of a hint for what your social media content should be sharing. So I want to walk you through in this episode a little bit about what do I do in those sessions, what questions do I ask and what information do I get as well. So first time around, listen to this and maybe you want to quickly plug in some of your numbers as we're going through this, but that'll depend on if you're driving the car or you're multitasking as well. Now, any journey towards growth or any journey that we want to have, whether it be growing personally, whether it be growing our practice, whether it be improving our fitness, has to begin with some clarity in around where are we right now? And often we ignore that. Now, the journey, the pathway um, is very different depending on where we are. If I'm going to travel to Bali, getting there from Melbourne is very different from getting there from LA. And so when I'm chatting with these chiropractors, the first things I want to know is a little bit about their practice. There are several questions that I ask, but here's the three key ones that we want to qualify first of all. And that is, what was your revenue last year? Now, at different times when I ask this question, some chiropractors are very proud with the numbers and others of them feel slightly embarrassed. Now, it doesn't embarrassment just doesn't serve you. So if your practice isn't where you want it to be right now, that's fine. It's just a number. And the numbers that we have do not reflect on your lovability and they do not reflect on your value as a person. They reflect a very narrow skill set, okay, which again, doesn't make you more lovable or more worthy. It's just, what was your revenue last year? And so I often have to Preframe a lot of this is this is just data, no drama, just data as well. Now, once we've got the revenue, the next question I want to know is what was the number of adjustments that you did last year? How many actual adjustments? Okay. And then what I want to know is the number of new patients. Now, from this information through here, there's a couple of other key bits of information I can get to. Okay. I can work out what their average weekly adjustment was. So, you know, how many weeks did they work? And so I can also work out their dollar per service. What was the average service cost when somebody came in to see you? And the other thing I want to know is what's called their patient visit average. This is a number uh, retention. Okay. So how often do people come and see you? And so let's go through this. I'm going to create a fictitious example of a chiropractic practice. We will use some numbers here. And what we'll then do is we'll put together a plan for this person who wanted to grow their practice. Now, my hope is 
is that as you're going through this, listen to these numbers and you'll see how powerful it can be to get clarity and then we can work out which ways. We're. Let's just dive into it. It'll make more sense as we go through it. So in this particular uh, practice here, the revenue last year was 360K, okay? The number of adjustments was 6,000 and the number of new patients they saw was 250, okay? So if I want to work out what their retention is, then I'm going to use some maths and I'm going to do work out what's called their patient visit average or their PVA. Now, many of you will have software on your computer that will do this automatically. And remember, PVA is about retention. How often does somebody come back and see you? And to do this, we take the number of adjustments, which was 6,000, and we divide it by the number of new patients, 250. So for this particular patient there, their retention or their PVA was 24, which means the average person comes and sees them 24 times. Now, when you're working out PVA, we need to make sure we do this over a long time period. So if you're getting data from your computer, make sure ideally we'd want to look over the last 12 months, but at the very least, no less than 90 days, okay? Because otherwise it kind of fluctuates too much. If you happen to have lots of new patients, it can drop your PVA. If you happen to have not many, it can increase it artificially as well. So look over the last 12 months, have a look at the number of adjustments that you did, have a look at the number of new patients, and this will give you PVA, okay? Now, the next thing I want to work out as well is what is their dollar per service? Now, it may well be that their adjustments, they're telling me are $65 an adjustment, but we have some people that are on family rates and we have uh, special deals happening here and we have discounts going back and forwards. I want to find out at the end of the year, what is the actual dollar per service? And in order to do this, we just divide the total income, which was $360,000 by the number of adjustments, which was $6,000. And that comes to $60. Now, ideally, if we were getting this number through here, we'd want to remove the new patient income. Okay. So we'd want to remove, you know, because often our new patient visits are significantly more than our adjustment visits, but it, it, it rounds itself off. And often if the chiropractor doesn't have that data, we just use those gross numbers. And as long as we're consistent with the numbers that we're using, as long as we're always comparing apples to apples. Okay. So here's what we've learned so far about this practice. Okay. Their revenue was 360K. The number of patient adjustments they had, which was 6,000. Okay, the number of new patients was 250. Their dollar per service, the average adjustment fee was 60 bucks, and their retention is 24. Okay, now I knew that they worked 48 weeks last year, so they averaged 125 visits per week. Now, once I've got this information from a chiropractor, the next thing that I want to do is work out where do you want to get to? What's your goal? I ask this in many different ways, and sometimes I like to get people to imagine if you're standing at a buffet and you could have anything that you wanted, what would you want your practice to be in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, you name it from there too, okay? We can look at different time frames. So again, this is the minimum information that I like to have. Other information might be helpful depending on where they're going. I might want to know how many hours they're working, how many chiropractors they got working, what holidays are they having? But once we've got an accurate picture of this, a minimum of those three bits of information, I can kind of move on as well. Now, let's just say that this particular chiropractor, she wanted to grow her practice to 500K. Half a million was her goal. Now, this is a 39% growth. And often what happens when I'm speaking with chiropractors, most of you overestimate what you can do in the next 12 months, but you very much underestimate what you can do in the next two to three years. And so someone might come to me and say, look, I want to get my practice to 500K in the next 12 months. I might be encouraging to push them to look a little bit further than that. 
I would much rather you get there earlier, say set this for two years time or 24 months time and reach it in 12 or 14 months than have that set for 12 months and not get there. Because unless you're really great at dealing with failure and rejection, people often stop. Okay. So I, I like to, with clients, get some wins on the board earlier on. So I might encourage this person for this goal here to say, look, let's look closer to 24 months rather than 12 months. Now, the interesting thing is when people reach out to me, they have a number somewhere in their mind there too, and they have what they think is a solution. And often the solution that most chiropractors have when it comes to growing their practice is more new patients. Okay. That's what they think that they're, they're, they're needing. And so what I'll do first is work out, okay, if everything stayed the same, that is the number of times that people came to see you and your dollar visit average stayed the same at 60 bucks there too, how many new patients would we need to see? Okay. Now we can work this out as well. So in this case here, we would say it's 500,000 is what was a dollar per visit average is $60. Now that would mean 8,333 adjustments they would need for that year. Okay. So that's the number of adjustments. And if I wanted to work out how many new patients, I just divide that number by our PVA. Now remember we said our PVA was 24. So we've got 8,333 divided by 24, and that equals 347. So it's an increase of 97 new patients from the year beforehand, or about two new patients a week. So this practice here did nothing different, and they wanted to get to 500K of collections. If they increased an extra two new patients, or they got the yearly total of new patients up to 347, they would absolutely get to their goal. Okay. And they would get to it well and truly within those two years. It takes time to kind of fill that out there too. Now, for many people, once we just clarify it like that, they're like, great. I can find two new extra patients per week. I know exactly how I can go about doing this. Now, that's enough to get them started. Now, if you think, all right, how would I go about getting new patients? Then what I want you to do is check out episode 338. It's a recent one that I did at the start of 2024, where I talked about what are the only three ways that we can get new patients? All right. So this would be the part of the action plan that they could start to fill out. 500K, if they want only new patients, Okay, they can do that by getting an extra two. How are they going to do it? They listen to that episode and they would implement from there. However, there are many other levers that we could pull to get this practice up to 500K a year, but there are two major ones that we could look at, okay? Now, what if this person just raised their prices? What if they did nothing else? What would they need to charge per visit to see the same number of people, okay? So 125 per week at the same retention and collect 500K. So all we would do with this, again, simple maths, it's 500K. Last year, they did 6,000 adjustments there as well. And this comes to a dollar visit average of 83 bucks. So if they just raised their prices to $83 and they did that over the next two years to get their prices up to that without seeing any more people at all, they've now got a half a million dollar practice. Now, some people, when I present this to them as an option, they're like, fantastic, I'd rather not see new patients, but I can absolutely raise my prices. Now, if you want to learn a way that you can raise your prices and have people not disappear, there's two episodes I want you to check out, okay? I want you to check out episode 283. And in this episode here, I talk about how to be more valuable. And I want you to check out episode 323. That's about premium branding, okay? So episode 283 and episode 323. So this would be, all they do is they take their adjustments from $60 to 83. Now I have several practices that I work with that are charging this and more and people are happy to pay it. 
cash, not insurance patients at all there too. And people are happy to pay it because the chiropractor is good at delivering value. So if you're going to raise your prices, it's a simple equation, remember, okay? The value deliver has to be more than the cost that the person is paying. Those two episodes there are going to great depth about that. Now, the other lever that this practice could work on is retention. If they got their clients to stick around longer and come more often, what would their retention have to be? What would they have to get it up to over the next two years to get their practice to 500K? So how would we work that out as well, okay? So first, we need to work out what their yearly adjustments would be, okay? So 5,000 adjust, sorry, 500K is what our collection is. Our adjustment fee stays at $60. So that's 8,333 adjustments for the year or 174 adjustments a week, okay? So that's what they've got up to, but they don't want to have any more new patients. So we would divide the 8,333 by the number of new patients, which is currently 250. And it says their retention would have to go to 33. So it was 24 and it's now 33. So this practice just worked at improving their retention and they got their retention from 24 to 33 over the next two years. They've now got a half a million dollar practice. So three levers, okay? They can get some more new patients. We said it's going to take two extra new patients per week and they get to half a million dollars. They could raise their prices. They go from $70 in adjustment to $83 in average adjustment. That'll get them there. Or if they improve their retention from 24 to 33, that would get them there as well. Okay. So everything being the same, two new patients, everything being the same, increase their price from 60 to 83, or everything being the same and improve their retention. Okay. So there's three different ways that we could go about this. Now, depending again on who I'm talking to, different practices have a goal of where they want to go. Some people are all about retention, and that's the easiest lever for them to pull. Some it's new patients. Others about rising their prices there as well. But the mistake that people make is thinking that there's only one path or that overly dive into one path. But what if this doctor decided over the next two years that they were going to do all three of these? Okay. Now, I want you to think, okay, if they're going to do all three of these, so they're going to take their um, uh, $83, their adjustment was going to go from $60 to $83. Their PVA was going to go from $24 to $33. And the number of new patients was going to go from 250 to 347. What do you think the yearly income would be? Now, I've done the maths on this. The yearly income would be 950K. That's just shy of $1 million. Now, people are often blown away by this. Okay. Now, is it reasonable to achieve all three of these over a 24 month period? Um, I have some freakish clients that can do this, but probably not for me. If it were my practice and having to do all three of these over a 24 month period, I might struggle with that, but you might be able to do it. That might be something that we did over a kind of three or four years. But if you could take your practice from 360K to 950K and you could do that in three or four years, would you be happy? And this is what I mean. We tend to try and overestimate what we can do in 12 months, but we underestimate what we can do in three, four or five years as well. But again, let's stay with the maths here. What if instead of finding two extra new patients per week, they just wanted to find one extra new patient? Like, could you get one extra new patient per week? And what if instead of rising their prices from 60, okay, they raised it to $70, okay? And what if instead of the retention going from 24 to 33, it just went from 24 to 28, okay? $70 adjustment, PVA of 28, and 300 new patients. In this situation here, that's a 588K gross income, okay? Well and truly above what their goal is, 
reasonable that somebody can reach this in about that kind of 24 month mark as well. Now, for most practitioners, when they go through this process, they receive an incredible amount of clarity. Now, it's clarity that allows us to take actions. Okay, so this person here decides what they're going to do is raise their prices by 10 bucks, increase their attention by four visits, increase their, um, uh, uh, their number of new patients by one per week. And now they've got a plan laid out over the next 24 months to have their practice well over half a million dollars. So where do you go from here? I know we've done lots of maths and maybe we need to listen to this again, but let's review what we've done here. There's three things that we really need to know about your practice if we're going to grow it, okay? What is the gross income that you currently have? What's the number of adjustments that you delivered, okay, over that 12-month period? What's the number of new patients? And from there, we can work out what your dollar visit average is. What's the average price that patients are paying per visit with you? We can then also work out what your retention is. How long are they staying? The next thing we can do is we decide where do you want to go, okay? Now, rather than thinking just 12 months, Maybe scoot ahead. Maybe there's a number inside your head. Maybe it's a million dollar practice. Maybe it's 60 grand a month. Who knows what that number is there too. But once we've worked out what that number is, let's look at those three levers to pull. How many new patients would I need if everything stayed the same and I just got more new patients? How many more would I need to get there? Okay. And again, we go through the maths in all of this. So I want you to encourage to listen, I want to encourage you rather to listen to this episode again. But this time through, as I'm putting these numbers in, hit pause, stop, rewind, put your own numbers in there. Work out exactly what it would take for you. How many extra new patients would you need? What would you need to raise your prices by? What would you need to improve your attention by? And you might be able to mix all of these together, take a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B, and a little bit from column C, and then you will have clarity, okay? And clarity or a plan there is the first step to you being able to put together a plan for you reaching your goals. So, folks, that's it for this episode. Now, if you would like to sit down and go through this with me and work out where the community influencer can then actually help you action all of this, then send me an email, angus at adiomedia.com and say, Angus, I'd like a hand putting together a plan and we'll jump on a Zoom call and we'll work out um, some times that work for both of us and I'll help you put together a plan, okay? Now, I do all of this for free. Why do I do it for free? Because I know that there will be some of you will want to work with me to put this plan together. For others of you, if it's not a fit, then at least you'll have an actionable plan that you can work towards. All right, folks, that's it for this episode. As always, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives, folks. See you back here next week. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out my Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work with you to help you apply it implement it and systemize it. The Community Influencer Group Coaching Program is designed to help you increase your practice income, impact and enjoyment. Join me over at angusPike.com forward slash join. That's angusPike.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you there.